We are not affiliated in any way with Wattpad or the authors of the books we discuss. Every opinion is independently our own, and these episodes are just the two of us chatting absolute shite for an hour of our lives. If you have not yet read the book we're about to discuss, then please be warned that these episodes will definitely contain spoilers, and we all know how much spoilers suck. As always, this is intended to be a PG-13-ish podcast, and while you can expect some swearing, we will be censoring Beth's more colourful language, with Sarah saying something hilariously stupid. If you like what you're hearing and you fancy sponsoring us or supporting us, give us a heads up so we can set up a Patreon to support our dream of actually running this podcast. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. just going straight in this time because i'm like the minute we start doing the weird how do we start thing yeah we go off no, on yeah, a tangent really so plus we've actually got like away. a proper introduction now so we're like yeah we can actually just fucking do it we've got this sorted we need to make t-shirts I've but we'll, we'll get there one day so this is uh a wee review review it feels weird doing a review because last time we sat down and recorded it was an uncensored so it's kind of... It, it was literally us chatting shit for over an hour. Yeah, and it was yesterday, but I feel like two days in a row we're both kind of like, oh, this again. <laughs> this is new. <laughs> okay, so Beth, what are you reading this week? Well, this week we took a little dip into a gender reversal of a fairy tale classic, Snow White. I feel like this is... If you look at like the whole stories being retold... It's normally, like, Beauty... I think Beauty and the Beast, I've heard, seen that be retold so many times. Like, Sarah J Maas has done it. So the fact that it was Snow White had me intrigued, especially because this one was Mirrored Snow by Make X Believe. Great Wattpad name. We're going to say this every time, but just Wattpad names are just fucking peng. This was also such such an intriguing spin on it because... I was going to say, yeah, the concept for this was just... It's like, not only is Snow White a prince in this one, but we are given the story from the perspective of the The mirror. mirror, The magic mirror. Yeah, it was one of those ones where I had no idea how it was going to get done at all. And I think that's what had me hooked because I'm like, this concept is so... It is so unique. I've not even seen this in like a bookstore unique kind of thing. It's just genius, you, and how she's pulled it off. You can is clearly just... see why it's a what pays winner. Yes, yeah. it is just so amazingly written, and it's unique. But they've kept the core of the, the Snow White core story, of the original story. Yeah. So I applaud. It was you. one of those the whole brilliant. mirror, the whole mirror thing. How they did it, it was almost... The only way I can describe it was, like, TV angles. Like, you know how I give you a script and you're like, oh, I can see this angle, this angle, this angle, like you were a cinematographer? Like, that's how it was written, as if, like, it was a cinematographer looking at a script. And I was just, as someone who did that kind of thing in uni, I was in my element. Like, it was great. But it was one of those things that once it got started and how the whole concept got explained, I was like... This is genius. This is genius. 
They have completely pulled it off in and all will, senses of the word. Like, and I will do a wee thing. I completely like we shout, said we were going to do this, and I did my Sarah typical. I'm going to read it. Technically, I read it the day before recording, but not like it was pretty much as soon as recording and I got to I got in and I completely forgot it was a gender reversed telling so when they started talking about steps on I was so confused I was so like she's but seen my notes this prick? I, I was like there's a I know the prince is in this but like is, is it he the one who's just, supposed to save her? pretty much I was so confused and then I actually read the blurb and I was like oh yeah I forgot why we, we, we chose this but yeah and I think my favourite part about it as well is we're given it from the perspective of the mirror, but the mirror ends up taking on the prince's role as well as the mirror role, and it's just like... The what mirror the fuck? is... What the fuck? For it being in the original story such a plot device... Yeah. It's such a well-developed concept that the she is still the plot device... But it's also she character is also the within plot. itself. No, but it is the whole. She is spelled spelled to do the the whole plot device. Who's the first of them all? But it's a person as well. Well, seeing as we're on the topic of mirror, I think we should just start with mirror character we discussion. We should start with mirror because. So yeah, I was. This is good. I was very wary of mirror because the whole when it first started describing, but she was described as like the Bella Swan, brown hair, average. You know the girl is so like I was like oh no you're gonna be that don't be that like stand-in character where you have no personality because the reader is meant to be pretend to be you. You I don't mean this in a bad way for Twilight, but that is kind of the Mary Sue character stereotype. But she wasn't that. But I was really, really worried when it's the mirror started to be described that way. I like she had yeah. sass. I was like, the mirror is a sass oh, she machine. She is so sassy. Like, but I was so scared when it started to get described as what she looked like. I was like, don't be that audience stand-in because you have so much potential in the first few chapters to be such a really well-developed character because of the sass and everything. But I think I think thankfully she didn't. I think my favorite part about it is even though the mirror is originally supposed to be this, I suppose, evil sidekick to the queen in terms of what she's having doing. having to do like everything the queen tells her to. It's written in such a way that you can tell she doesn't want to do it. There's but so because much... of the magic, she literally has no choice in what she does. The magic and also the fact that the mirror doesn't know any different and she has been told this story by the queen that if she doesn't do this, her family, who she has to believe she has one, were going to suffer the consequences. And it came also came to a point where she, because she wasn't given the freedom of the whole kingdom but the palace... She'd come to learn and watch these people because she can't interact with them because they can't see her. But she can watch them and because she watches them, she sees them in such a pure, organic, humane way that you she can't help but form bonds with people. And I think after the first one where she accidentally slips up about the romance between the main courtier 
uh, before she got promoted, she kind of is like, no, I don't want to cause more harm to these people than I have to. And you can feel that, especially the more she gets to know Snowden and the more she like develops this, starts questioning where she is as a yeah. thing. You, and you can kind of see the inner battle that she's having with herself because as much as she wants to help these people, her family are blood. And obviously there's the whole family reveal, but like to her, this, that, they're, they've been her pinnacle of hope for years, for 16 years. That has been her only source of really hope and the only way she can justify the harm she's been doing to these people as much as she doesn't want to. So it's kind of her inner monologue and battle and you can just, I felt so sorry for her and I was like, I don't want to hug you. You need to be hugged. You need a pal. And it's you know? like the, the way she's written, you can tell that had she been like this real girl that had been able to do everything everyone else could do, she would have been such like an independent and strong-willed human. But because she's trapped in this mirror, she literally has no choice but to just submit and do what she has to do to not only keep herself safe, but keep her family safe as well. And I would like to point out, I am so glad she's not Faye. I had a full-on <laughs> panic when the wolf Faye thing could sense her. I'm like, this... She better not be Faye. Like, I'm already freaked out enough because the Faye are in this book. Like, you, you can, you've seen my notes. It's yeah, literally, nope, 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 nope. And like, full caps. Nope, nope, all nope, the explanation nope, 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 nope. points. It's like the no cat. <laughs> no, 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 Like, so I was, I, the Faye were well utilised in this. They but very... I'm so glad, but I'm so glad she wasn't Faye. Let's yeah. just see like that. The, they play such an important role in the n novel. Yeah. But they don't necessarily have many appearances. They're they're, they're, they're like they're, a, they're, they're a key background. secondary characters. Yeah. They're key secondary characters. They're a bit like Wisp. They're key secondary characters without like, the love of Wisp. They work quietly in the background, but they are that's so think, important to I think the, that's just how ending. they are and every story they're not the main things are just character like they're they're moving all like the they're the puppet masters over the overall story like but I think that's in most stories but I think that's what freaks me out with Faye but I don't do Faye so the fact she wasn't Faye Sarah is very happy <laughs> But yeah, okay, sorry, back to Mirror. I had to put that out there. I'm like, I'm sorry. When the fae wolf thing could sense her, which I now understand because of the whole reveal with the mirror magic and everything. But at the time, I literally had a freak out, put the my phone down and was like, mm -mm, mm. I almost no, no, messaged no. you being like, is she effing fae? I will stop reading this. But I was like, no, you have to read it. You have to read it. But yeah, like, you, you, I would have actually messaged you back. Me, like, no, you've got to finish it, dude. We're like, we're doing an entire episode on it. I know. <laughs> so I know. Shit out. I almost messaged you, though, being like, she better not be fit. Uh, I could just imagine. The thing is, your I, th I think I that. wouldn't. I think I wouldn't have told you. 
I think I would have no. been like, no, you got to read it to find out. Like I know, but you would have laughed at my freak out of all things to be like, yeah, mm-hmm. the fae oh, yeah, things come back into mind. I would, I would have pissed myself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll go back to Mirror now. I put that disclaimer out there. Uh, she was, I think, for someone who. This is a kind of weird character though, because things happened around her instead of her being the main catalyst for events happening. Yes. And I think that was interesting because you felt... There's a lot of the time that happens with stories and it feels very dull. Not dull's the wrong word. It's just you can sense that. But in this case, you could feel her panic because she could. She knew she couldn't do anything about it. And I think that added to the tension because it was one of those things that you felt her feeling trapped because she couldn't do stuff. And that was a really good way to twist that normally com- not a complaint but a lot of people that's the kind of a thing with characters when things ha- happen and they don't like some people don't like that with main characters but i think this it was justified giving the set given the setting and i think she had appropriate levels of panic and stuff with it and it added to the tension of the story with her being that kind of character yeah yeah, agreed. Like, every time she got asked who's the fairest of them all, that whole inner, like, her f- trying to fight the, the spell, obviously, that to say all that, but yeah. So she's got a very strong sense of what is right and what is wrong, just from the fact that she can... She's from been watching her, the world. Just Yeah, just from the fact that she watches everything that goes on in the castle. And she like, has a direct line to the queen, and she knows, because the queen is mirror is the one person the queen doesn't really have to act around because she knows a mirror can't do anything, and b no one knows no one can see mirror, so it's not like mirror can tell anyone, and I think that gives mirror a bit of freedom as well because she can sass the queen, she can like talk back and know there isn't really much consequences, like. But it's one of those, she gets that insight in the Queen that no one else does, but then that also gives her such a good background on right and wrong because she sees the Queen making the decisions and then she sees the snowball effect of the actions afterwards. And then obviously she sees all the reactions to staff and everything about that all that happening. And I don't think there's a lot of stuff that kind of... that then shows some of the naivety within Snowden because he didn't know he doesn't know half the stuff that's happened in his own kingdom compared to Mirror who has had to sit for years on end and just watch it and not do anything about it and it kind of it's a weird like contrast within them which was really interesting to see her in her monologue about yeah it's like the Queen has managed to force Mira to just sit there and watch everything that she's having, to, that she's putting, like, the kingdom through. But she also mm-hmm. managed to completely isolate and separate Snowden from his, from his kingdom. Yeah. Like, she has managed, in some way, she's managed to completely isolate herself while also isolating some of the most important people yeah to the plot and i feel like 
as much i think that's what i'm gonna move on to the queen now because i feel like that's a good but that's part of the reason why i think out of all the depictions of the evil queen this is one of the ones i actually enjoy the most because in the disney one that's all she is she is that stereotype of that she's evil for the sake of being evil She's got so much and depth in this. There's so much like... depth in this and there's so much history. And she is she is the evil character, but it's one of those things, as much as you get the history in the background, it's not a redemption arc for her. It's a, this is why I am evil and I know I am evil. And I think given the history we get given, it would could have been so easy to give her a quote-unquote redemption arc. But the fact they didn't, I really respect because I feel like that is the the queen is meant to be the evil queen because this is why she is doing this stuff. Like yeah. that is that there, there's no redemption for her trying to kill an innocent her innocent stepson who isn't even her son by blood. Like and I think you know that, I, mean? I think that's what makes the ending so much more gripping when it yeah. actually comes out that oh Mira is actually the queen's daughter by and the blood, reason yeah. like literally by blood and the reason she's been put in the mirror is because she happened to watch her mother kill was it was it Snowden's father it's one of those uh no that's why she got made to forget that's why she couldn't remember anything after the mirror it was one of those she originally was cuz um she has half siblings in another kingdom because of that the queen had to like she had to go leave that kingdom for some reason because she thought the king was like naive and wasn't trying to like he wasn't as power hungry as she was so then she got with another guy who and then obviously had mirror um but she didn't want to give up another set of children because she had to give up that other set of children so she trapped mirror in a mirror so she never had to she couldn't be abandoned or be or abandon another like set of family. Yeah, that's But the it. whole mirror can't remember anything. It's because mirror witnessed at a young age her killing the king, and was so distraught over it that she got made to forget. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That was, and it's like I think at that point when she's explaining like I didn't want to give up another child. There's that small element of pity for the queen until you Just remember a small that, one, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking tiny, but <laughs> until you <laughs> we remember. We have to put like, that out there. Until you remember, like, actually, she's brought it all on herself. If yeah. she wasn't this power hungry witch, she could have stayed with her family and she could have kept Mira and these other kids. Or she could have at least, if she wasn't so power hungry, yeah, well, she wouldn't have had Mirror if she was with, because she, the reason why she has Mirror is she went with another guy. But if she wasn't power True. hungry, she could have stayed with Mirror's dad and they could have been a family. But she was power hungry and she wanted the crown. She wanted that kind of level of fame and power and she wanted that power over people. Um, and I think part of her power must come from the Fae because I think that's part of the reason why they want her at the end. And I, this is the one time that I'm like, the Fae are okay with what they do because they full on want her body and eyes and they want to put her in like fountains. And I was yeah, like, they, 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 it's it's very <laughs> much the case of using like a beheaded 
skull and putting it on the battle Game monuments of Thrones, to like, like maybe <laughs> to, he will give me yours to like, like stop people from Jeffrey. attacking you. But Joffrey. I've just reread it and Mirror is the child of the queen and her first husband. That's it. And it's because she was planning on forcing the king into cooperation through the use of magic and when he found out he was like right as soon as you had our child i'm gonna put you in jail and she was just like nah i'm gone peace (laughs) i'm I'm out yeah but i think that is one of those things that it's the small glimpse into the queen's humanity of that's why she can't give up mirror because instead of giving up mirror she just is wiping her memory and starting her all over again yeah and it's the tiny tiny glimpse of her humanity in that that kind of explains why she deals with mirror's sass and all this stuff and it doesn't make her likable but it makes her slightly more human and understandable and it does make you hate like her so much more it's like you realize that everything that she's doing with keeping Mirror around and trying to keep her complacent, it's actually a really fucked up way of her trying to show that she loves Mirror. Yeah. Like, the whole... She didn't start off Mirror as a spy. She let her loosen the castle to look through mirrors because as a like a, tra- like a child, she was bored in the Queen's chambers and then came back and reported. And it was kind of like, oh, wait there, you can now have a use. And it was small things like... Just small sentences like that. You're like... Yes, you understand you have some weird, weird mixed up love in there for this child of yours. But at the end of the day, you did use and abuse and threaten her. Yes, yeah. your threats were like half-truths. And you she didn't also, technically she also, like, lie, compl- but... She completely emotionally abused oh, yeah, Mira. This... Which, it, can- it takes away from the fact that she's supposedly loves her and kept her around because she didn't want to have to lose another child. She turns Mirror into this tool that mm-hmm. she that's only ever really useful for getting her more power and making her feel more in control. And yeah. it's it's like when you see a separated mother and father and one of them is using the child against their ex-partner to like try and get what they want. But in this yeah. case, she's using her child against an entire kingdom of people. Yeah. Because she she knows that the way she treats the kingdom is fucking horrible. But she doesn't want to appear weak. And it's just one of those this Character and it's, was... it's also a case of like if anyone speaks out against me, I'm just gonna put a stop to it until yeah, they people just re- until people decide to just suffer in silence. Yeah, which I think you needed this character to be evil, but evil in such a sense where the reader understands their evilness. Like you know how Joffrey in Game of Thrones was just evil, but you understood why he was coming from that because of the I whole mean, look background. At his, look at his mother. Like, exactly, that's oh, what I'm saying. Joffrey but this had is, no hope. <laughs> but that's what you need in an evil character because you can be evil for the sake of evil, and people can still just be like, "Nah." Whereas this, nee. the stereotype that she comes from in the real story is evil, but this is evil with a sense of humanity. I think makes that so much worse because this is a choice that she knows she's making. And she doesn't care. She 
as long as she gets the power that she's completely vying for, she will do whatever it takes, including manipulating her own child. And I think there has to be a level of respect that you're happy to go there in a story with a character because it's so easy to give people redemption arcs, but I feel like you need to have a sense of, like, a good sense of self to be like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make this character this character. Yeah. So, applause for you being yeah. happy to do that. It's great. It's great to read in a horrible... Hey, you. It's the one time I've been on Team Faye at the whole story. <laughs> it's the one time when I, um, I was like, yes, Cook, yes. Okay, should we go should to we, the leading we man? Well, I was thinking, should we move on to the seven dwarfs or the it took me forever to realize they were the seven of the seven dwarfs yeah it took me forever to realize who they i've not written their names but i was like who are these people and it wasn't until they went to a cottage i was like oh wait they're the seven dwarfs ah (laughs) so in make x believes retelling of snow white we don't actually have Dwarfs. Dwarfs. We've got these... Revolutionaries. They're servants. Yeah. We've got seven servants who work in the castle for the queen who are secretly but actively forming a rebellion against her in the hopes of putting Snowden on the throne. And And they're all teenagers. Literally, there is a line in this. They are like 16. Snowden is like 16 in this. And he's like, how am I meant... If I can't lead a group of teenagers, how am I meant to lead a kingdom? And I was like, I completely forgot you were teenagers in this. Like, that's lying through me. Because I was like... This is so strange. It's like you're all babies. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm like, you're younger than me. <sighs> but yeah, they are they are the interpretation of the seven dwarfs. But not in the Disney, like, dopey, sleepy, happy, blah, 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 blah. No, they, they are, are just different they've things all got within their, the castle. They've, they've all got strengths in and weaknesses. their own forms. Yeah, so I'm saying that's what I like them about. They were... As much as they definitely were secondary characters, each of them had. We got to spend some time with each of them, it's and like, they all had a pro and a con to them. Yeah, so it was like Effie and Xander were soldiers, so they were very much the muscle of the, mm-hmm. um, the group. Yeah, and then you had I think it was Zeus and Ma- was it Mouse who worked in the. Fee. I think so. I don't have all their names down, I'm sorry. I think Mouse I'm... worked in like the jewellery vault and she yes. worked with all the like the jewellery and stuff. Pie... Or at least I think her maybe her dad did, so by default she did. He was like the treasurer or something like that because the whole shirts thing, remember? True. So yeah, I, think... I, I think he's he, she was related to the treasurer for that reason. Yeah, I, th- I think Pi was a wait the leader. Default. I think he was a yeah, waiter, he was a waiter, wasn't he? He was a waiter. But he was the de facto leader of this group until yeah. Snowden came along. I keep wanting to call him Snowboy. I'm so sorry. I've written in my notes all the way through Snowboy, Snowboy, <clears throat> Snowboy. So if I say that, I do mean Snowden. <laughs> yeah, um, and then you had his, his boyfriend, boyfriend Zeus. Zeus. And then it was Zeus's... the mirror's first crush. I know oh. that was so cute. And then you've got Zeus's little brother. Was it? I think it was Cole, 
Yeah. And because he wasn't old enough to actually be employed as anything, so he was just like a little messenger that ran around. He was just there. It, it's the cutest little thing. Yeah. But like but... they've all they're all they've all got an like an intru- in integral role in the castle itself. But outside of it, they put those they put their status to use by forming this group. By forming, yeah, by forming this rebellion and trying to gather as much information as they can without really ever. I think they were also in a good up place. And showing it. Because, yes, they knew the Queen had a spy everywhere, but even Mirror didn't clock what they were until, <laughs> until she much saw. Snowden was in the, the place. Until she saw, yeah. Li- was it Lyona? She saw Lyona, walking through yeah. the castle. So it's one of those things that. They knew their status as servants, even with this spy, would have gone unnoticed because of the just the structure of the kingdom. They were pretty much, they weren't that, worth seeing. It was like to even, the queen. Even Mirror pointed out that in their jobs, none of them ever really come across each other. And like yeah. M- Mirror mentions, like she ver- she never saw any of them stop Together. in a corridor and even acknowledge each other. So then yeah. it was no no one would have expected that these seven people have formed this huge rebellion to try and overthrow the queen. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was I it took me I, I like that. Um because it took me forever when they talked about like is it Tabot when Tabol had to be Tybalt. We keep wanting to call him Tybalt from like Shakespeare, so I don't know if that's right. Talbot. But, um, I know, but in my brain, I keep going Tybalt because of Shakespeare. But Shakespeare. Um, but when he was like going out into the woods to kill Snowden, I was like, don't tell me the Fae are going to be the dwarfs because I will not enjoy this story. Like, I had a bit of a panic attack. <laughs> I would have noped the story and TBR'd it mainly for that. And I'm like, it could have been a great story. I just don't do Faye. So you will make sorry. me sit through a Faye book. I can just, I'm waiting for the day that you're like, hey, look do what like, I found. Pretty much. But the fact, yeah, literally, my note here is wait, are the Faye dwarves? Because I still don't like Faye. That is a note. And then the, then the whole, like, is the queen a vampire? Because she, like, Drink. She really likes blood. Blood at some it's point. Weird. But yeah, sorry, that's a weird tangent. I just it's read like that in my Tal- notebook. It's like Talbot presents her with the knife from where Snowden has like cut his hand and been, like. But how sh- did he know to do that? He knows his stepmother. Sorry, obviously. is that? A but he plot like twist? he like cuts his hand and so that there's blood on the knife to give the impression that. Talbot has he had stabbed been him. Cut, yeah. And when she takes the knife, she licks it just so she oh, can and taste it's it. Ooh, yeah, I was she like, mentioned how it's sweet, and then you're there like, oh yeah. no, what the fuck? Yeah. I hate Sorry, it. that was a oh, weird tangent, it. but I, I was like, this it. is strange. But going back to the revolutionaries, I do like the fact that they stuck to their beliefs even when Snowden came along. Like, it wasn't like he just took over. They were butting heads with him over, like, what they should do because, obviously, his motivations were Murphy and Mirror more than anything else. And they were like, no, we need to get rid of the main 
threat to the kingdom, which is the queen. We can deal with your weird side quests afterwards. Like, he is 100% if he was in a video game. Or I'm going to just go and help this villager because they want a side quest instead of being like, you know, the dragon that's going to be like killing our village. He is that person. Like, he had completely different goals. And I feel like the fact that they just didn't bow down, or at least like some of them didn't just bow down. It was just the fact that Pi was so determined to get the queen off the throne. He was sort of determined he didn't see the big picture. But at the same time, he had his head screwed on in the sense that he was not prepared to just completely hand everything over to Snowden because he's got that little thing in the back of his head that's just like, what if he turns out to rule exactly the same way as she does? And what if it comes out that he's just as bad as she is now? And he's, he's got that desire to protect his kingdom and protect well, his friends and his family even that if makes it... sense because they have been living here and Snowden has been away since he was six years old like he, you, you learn very quickly that he doesn't know any of the realities of what they've had to deal with like they had a full on like no food, two of their it didn't like Zeus and Cole's parents die so they could because they had to f- got to feed them instead like they chose to feed them instead or something like that it was it's like it a was whole either, thing it was either they died or Zeus left so that they only had to feed his siblings it was it was something like that but like they, the they went to like those extremes like the kingdom the gates were shut the minute Snowden was out and no one was allowed to leave and it was one of those things that you're like given all those things these people would be worried that they're just putting another person on the throne that won't do any different because they've had to live through this. This is their reality. This guy has not been here to live through it and see the hardships. Yeah, we can tell him, but that doesn't mean that he knows what's going on. And I feel like it's nice to see that they had that little bit of caution going in. And I feel like that was realistic it, it's, a, it's it's such a realistic element to an other to a fairy tale because when you watch like all the disney stuff you've got the princess who falls straight in love with the prince because they've saved them and it all goes and they're married within like a week and this just put like a little realistic time frame on it of we're not gonna trust you this is the first time you've been you back to, in this kingdom yeah. in Pro- God knows how like long. Like 10 or you've so years to, or something. You've got yeah. to earn our respect now. Prove to us you're not going to be different. And even then, I do like the fact that even then when Snowden does become ruler, and he gets... uh, Fi? I can't pronounce his name. Him. Pi? Pi? I don't know. Pie. It has a Y in it. And then dyslexia yeah. doesn't help on top of it. I think it's Pi because it's P-Y. I don't know. So... Fee, let's just call you that. It's not um, a H though, so it's not fee. Yeah, but PH makes an F sound, so it could be fee. No, there's no H. That's what I I'm know, saying. I'm being, I'm being <laughs> pedantic for the sake of. Well, stop being pedantic. No, but like I like the fact that even then, then he has him come on in the court because he's the one person he knows would turn around and be like, "No, you're being an idiot." Like, the courtiers are like, oh no, I'm going to be very pedantic and bow to what you want. And he's like, no, I'm going to throw a chair at you. 
because you're being an idiot kind of thing. And I do like that element to it all. And I do yeah. like the fact that none of them are perfect. Like the whole, they were get he was getting so frustrated that nothing was happening that he jumped six steps ahead and almost endangered someone and all this stuff. And it was one of those things that I was like, I hate this in the moment. I hate it. But I also love it as a character moment. Oh yeah, agreed. And the backlash of all that and the reactions the other ones had and it was just... Yeah. Because it's like when they're meeting with the Fae in the hopes that they'll help them <sighs> overthrow the Queen. I don't even care that you're uncomfortable. I'm going to keep going. I don't like <clears throat> And it's like... Sn- Snowden's Snowden's version of the hairpin is he gets pricked and a poison spreads through his body. Fate poison. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <clears throat> oh no, that scene they proves give, they fate. Given, they give him the option of one or the other. They can either use the Fae to help um, the queen, overthrow the queen, or they can save Snowden. And they obviously choose to save Snowden. And then. He comes out alive and being like, why have we not got the queen? And, oh. and then he's there and he's like, can't we see if we can come to some sort of other arrangement for you to help us? And they're just like, well, we want the queen. Give her her but... eyeballs. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, I think I've got the quote here. and it, Yeah, it says, we it's... want her blood for our fountains and her eyes for our walls. Yeah, as um, I'm saying, they're, they want, they're being creepy we, fae people. We want to flay her skin and use it to carpet our floors. <laughs> You know, like you normally do, and people wonder yeah. why I'm freaked out by Faye. <laughs> but yeah. But this is because she, she used their stole magic, the I mirror. Think. I think yeah. it's because she stole the mirror. She used some magical she mirrors, went, and I think she it's, went, yeah. She went to them, and she was like desperate, and was like, can you please help me? And then she, they put the kid in the mirror, and then she just took the mirror and fucking ran. And yeah. they were there like, nah, we want revenge. <laughs> well, yeah. We, we, want, we want you to repay your debt. Which is, the, yeah. And it's the whole cryptic... It wasn't really cryptic because you knew exactly what they meant when they, like, <laughs> whispered his advice about the you want a princess, blah, 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 blah. But, like... But we knew what was coming. We knew we could read between the lines, but it's that kind of cryptic thing that I'm like, why are you going to the pay? They only think for themselves. Everything you say, they twist and they just want your eyeballs and they're just creepy and just run away. But I think my my favourite part of it is it doesn't end in the stereotypical Snow White way of, you know, the prince kisses the princess and she wakes up and they live happily ever after because we soon find out that they are actually, like, ex-step-siblings. So we're not going to cross any boundaries but here right now. No. I'm right. so, like, don't. <laughs> it's I'm like, so glad. What actually happens is, like, she tilts his head or something and it loosens the apple, apple that's stuck in his throat. No, it's the whole it's, it's loophole a, magic thing that I told you about. It's such a nice alternative to what we're so used to seeing, which is... Though fairy tales have to end in a love story. True love's kiss and all that stuff, but... And it is, I suppose, essentially true love. But But familial love is completely... Yeah, they've got a familial love. It can still be true love. It doesn't have to be, like, romantic love. And I think that's They've got some... I think it's a sibling bond. Mm Mm-hmm. 
We should probably talk about Snowden now because we've talked we about really everyone should. but him. We really should, yeah. Go on. Like, he was sweet. <laughs> but he wasn't a Jared, I'm sorry. That, that's all like, we have to say on Snowden. He was no, sweet and he was selfishly impulsive but in I the sense that he... I also think it doesn't help that if you look at Snow White and like even the Disney classic is what we all know. Yeah. She doesn't have much of a personality, does she? Absolutely She looks not. pretty. No. That, she looks pretty. So any is that personality like... on top it... of that is a good character development and you've done that. I was going to say, is but this that is... not a characteristic for every single Disney princess? Just like, they're pretty. They don't necessarily me, have I to... I think Rapunzel has a good character in Tangled. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's the new ones where they've actually developed into I good mean, characters. Cinderella the... 3 gives Cinderella a good little uh, oh, it only took personality. Them three... <laughs> it only took them three movies. Well, technically it counters out the second film, so it's technically the sequel in my mind, but we're not going into that rant today. Yeah, we're not going that <laughs> today. We'll do that on the next Uncensored. I mean, the full-on prince in Cinderella 3 yeets himself out of a window so he doesn't have to marry someone. Nice. That's not Cinderella. Literally he goes out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I support. Yeah, yeah but yeah, Snowden. <laughs> it's not that I don't like the character type. I just feel like, given the fact it's Mirror's story, there was only so much development <clears throat> as a character he could have. Because you yeah. are looking at it through her lens. Like, he's sweet, he is sassy. Like, not sassy, but he has a good banter with Murphy and. He's nice and everything like that, but he's not like... We don't know what's going on in his head, so I can't exactly be like, I adore him like a dead Jared. And yeah, we've, we've got a very monotonous perspective of him from Mirror's version of seeing things. And I think the biggest problem is we never get his rationale behind everything. Like He's constantly arguing with Pi over like what to do in terms of the rebellion. And you're just um, there like, bro, why can't you just sit down and listen? We like get we, we get that yeah. you're supposed to be the next leader of the kingdom or whatever, but this guy but, has been actively fighting for a way to get you onto the throne. Since he can remember, yeah. And you're now coming in and arguing with him about every single decision he's trying to help. And then you question why he acted so rashly like, like rash when it comes to support, that I don't support that though he was a fucking idiot he was being a twat but like that was it too was far. one of those so like, I, was, I, under- I, yeah. I understand wanting results and I understand getting annoyed but he was literally arguing with Snowden a day or two before that oh yeah you, you, he was about to do something saying that they couldn't rush into anything for the fear that they might lose somebody else. And then but he I think part of it was to poison the fucking queen. Part of that was because Snowden was his from you if you look at it from the other way around, Snowden was only focusing on two things. Maybe. Murphy and this random person that's in a pocket watch that none of them knew was there. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like if you randomly all of a sudden he's like, oh, by the way, there's a girl in this mirror and I want her out of here and that's what I'm going to focus on instead of, you know, helping the people around me. You would get more and more annoyed at that. And Espe- Murphy, especially but... when their first introduction to the mirror is the queen or the fae talking to the medallion and being like, yeah, yeah thank you for, like, you've been watching over them and stuff. And thank you for watching ha- and then 
you have to stay in the mirror because you've got more of a advantage if you're in the mirror than you coming out kind of thing. And like that. that's th- that's literally the first they ever hear about mirror actually existing, and then Snowden turns around and was like, "Oh yeah, I knew she, I knew she was there the whole time." Yes, yeah, and I haven't I've told been to- you. I talked to her whenever you're not here. And then they're all just supposed yeah, to like. Yeah, she's in all these mirrors like... in the castle and and all this stuff, and you you wonder why all of them are a but bit then, like. But then he's questioning why they're so annoyed at him for not accepting it, and then. Yeah. So it is you one may, of those. You may, you may be a, you may be a king, but you're fucking stupid. So yeah, that's what we think about Snowden. <laughs> okay, we'll go on to <clears throat> plot. I think we have kind of discussed it as we went, but I think because it is a retelling, you kind of do look for the beats in the story, and these beats were so cleverly done, like. It wasn't, there was none, none of this trying to hide what was happening where, but it wasn't exactly in your face, this is what I'm going to do kind of thing. So it's like, so it like, was, it was so intricately done in like, <clears throat> the mirror can go anywhere, in, anywhere the in the castle, as long as it's a mirror and the queen can give her permission to go about the kingdom for like... To spy on certain people, but she's more often than not limited to just being around the castle, which is our main landscape until the first couple of episodes until they get to the cottage. (laughs) And it's it's such a good like the whole you know the beats that need to be in it. There's going to be the whole uh, queen doesn't like. Step, step child, step child uh, to the point where she's going to try and get it killed with a Hunt's hunter. Mom. Hunter will let stepchild go. Hunter will then meet dwarfs. I mean, stepchild will meet dwar- dwarfs. There, whoever they are, then the queen, will find out, the queen will find out. The queen will find out that they will, they aren't the fairest of them all, and then try to kill them. And it is through through attempts. Yeah, three attempts, three because attempts. the first one is... No, I'm like, trying to think it, it wasn't four, the, it was definitely yeah. three, yeah. In the original, Snow White is given, like, this piece of lace that chokes her, mm. and in the retelling it turns into, like, this shirt, shirt that, that constricts around his ribs and stops him from breathing. And then you've got the hair piece where Snow, Snow White wears it, hair and it, but he pricks her. his finger with... The, the end hair of it piece, which, ends, which ends up being fey poisoned, and then I think the one thing this, the one thing that was kept from the core of the original was the apple, where mm-hmm. the queen personally hands it over in a disguise, and she bites into the first half to be like, you know, it's it's fine, you can eat it, and then he bites into it as well and ends up. Uh, but this time, her disguise isn't an old woman. Where, but she did that. I love that she did that with the shirt. She dressed up as an old woman. But for this one, she dresses up as Mirror because they are family. So she could disguise Why herself not, as Mirror. And then it was so, just the, it was the case of she just walks up to him and goes, "Look, I got out." Hey, and then Snow- he didn't question and it. And then Snowden doesn't question. He's just like, "Oh my god, you somehow managed to get out of the magic mirror you've been <gasps> stuck in for sixteen years." It is. Fucking, I mean, how, I mean, how is he trusted? How was he trusted? 
to she does rule pretty over much a kingdom. Step out. She does pretty much just step out at the end, though. Yeah, but I will that say was that. from an insane amount of like emotional build-up and finding but you know out I mean? everything. Like, but yeah, it was one of those things that when it happened, you are sitting there looking, like, shouting at the chapter, being like, Dead! <laughs> this is why no one trusts you to run a kingdom. You couldn't even figure out that the mirror was a disguise. Like... Oh. But yeah, it was plot-wise, you knew what things to look for. And I really think it was cleverly done in such an organic way. And I was thoroughly impressed. But this also is me. I see so many story, like, retellings that you're kind of like, what is your twist you're going to put on this? And I love the fact it still was the whimsy fairy tale magic, that kind of atmosphere. But it was a completely unique telling of the story in a very organic way. And I really... If it wasn't for the Fae, I'd reread it. But once again, we applaud the author for just absolutely brilliant storytelling. I mean, oh yeah, this is our. I one... will be rereading this novel because yeah. I'm not. I'm not a wimp. I'm not a wimp. I just don't do Fae. <laughs> I had a Fae book and it's gone to Daniel, and I refuse to read it. I only got like three chapters in, and I was like, no, nope, it's going to you, Dan. Have a good. Have a good life in your flat. Like, no. I don't even want this in my vicinity. So, bye yeah. bye. <laughs> so, writing style, this is your doodah. Um, there's not really much to say about the writing style, to be honest. Like, it's it's written out brilliantly, don't oh, get me wrong. Oh, the descriptions. Like, the opening descriptions. It's, yeah, like, it's. Cooked me. The opening description about her, like, putting on red lipstick that was almost blood and it probably could have been. And I was like, oh, oh, show us this is a villain. Yeah. It's it's brilliantly descriptive, but at the same time, it's... Not slam poetry descriptive. Yeah, it's... It's as descriptive as you'd expect an exceptional piece of work to be. Mm -hmm. Like, going into it... This is how I would want a published novel to be written. I am shocked with how well this is like written. This is only on 130k reads. It should be in the millions. It really should. It like, yeah, it's it's 13. No offense. If after can be in like the 52 millions, this Nerd should be Snow in 130 millions. That's my personal it's, preference. No, yeah, it's it, it's so brilliantly descriptive, but it's not overly descriptive to the point where and it's, it's painful to read it. And it's not the pacing of it is not it doesn't lull. There is moments of pause where you need them, given the gravity of the situation, and to give suspense in areas and to get to know different characters. But you also know every single chapter something big and relevant is going to be revealed either about a character either about like the minds that reveal was amazing the fact that she looked like another family in another kingdom it was all small reveals but you knew something was going to be shown in each chapter it was like kind of like in a film every every second that's on screen has to have a meaning it's like every chapter that you knew you were going to read had something that was going to build to the overall story and had a reason to be there like, there was nothing that ever felt, this is just a filler chapter. Nothing felt like that at all. No, and I feel everything, like... everything that was written 
had a reason and a place within the development of the storyline. Nothing was there as a sort of, I had to fill a space. No, and it I think all that's really hard. Together. And it's all a case of it kind of, it's all snowballing together. And I think that's really hard to do with Wattpad books. There's so many you read that have got some filler chapters. So to find one that they've kind of... I, it is a hard thing to do as a writer that you're kind of like, I want to avoid this or I want to make this a bit more of a fillery bit kind of thing. It is easy to do and it's hard to cut down work that you're like, this isn't needed, this isn't necessary, I'm going to cut this. So the fact that the author has been like, no, I am going to make sure that this is streamlined to the point where it's everything's got a purpose, everything's fast-paced, everything is there for a reason and that's hard to do but it's very appreciated when reading. Oh yeah, and I, I think my favourite part about the writing is th the author's never blunt to the point where it's... Oh, nothing's ever, like, for, like chucked it's at your forehead. It's always so subtle. Like, at the end where the mirror comes out of the mirror and her mother goes in, it's never explicitly said what kinds of emotions she's feeling it it just says like it was a build up of everything like anger you, sadness yeah. love and it's a case of it's her realizing that i don't have I belong. to yeah yeah cuz it was really i'm a person i'm not just a fragment in a mirror and it all it all played back to the Fae in terms of the magic, where I think she said the mirror could only trap something which wasn't real. And because she realised, like, she was oh real. shit, I'm actually a real person, that's what triggered her strength to be able to break yeah. out. And it's never explicitly said, but you get that the gist. feeling yeah. of it's building feeling up inside of her. It's written in such a way that you, like sit there being like I know this feeling because you can have those days or when you're arguing with someone that you like a family member that you love so much but you have so much angst like siblings like my me and my sister all the time but you understand that build up feeling where you're getting so angry so frustrated but you have so much love for them just because it's like blood love and all this you understand blood love but you understand the feeling it's, it's, she's going through it reminds so me of a post that pops up on my facebook from time to time it was like i'd give my sibling a kidney but fuck it if they if i let them borrow my charger yeah <laughs> it's like but i it's love one of you those. i'd do anything for you but you can fuck off at the same time yeah but it's that such a build-up and it's so humane and it's one of those that's so organic that everybody with any sense of family at all can understand and it's not overly described because they know it's such a human feeling that everyone's gonna have felt at least once oh yeah 100 percent. It, it it brings you back to well, we're gonna bring it back to lovebirds for a bit where everything was written in such a way that anybody who was reading it could relate to at one point or another and been like oh yeah, I've been in that situation, I know what that feels like. And this is all written in such a way that nothing is ever explicitly said, but you can relate wholeheartedly to the descriptions of what's being yeah. hinted at. Yeah, which just shows, again... It's brilliant. There is Absolutely one, brilliant. I once again yeah, applaud another you. another amazing writer on Wattpad, which 
who deserves so much love and oh, so yeah. much recognition. Go read the book. Just go read the book. And if you like this, They've got we sh- have figured out... They have a few more gender-reversed stories. Yeah, they've got that, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, and The Little Mermaid, which I am... I'm so curious about The Little Mermaid one. I'm excited I'm for so The Beauty curious. and the Beast one. So uh, we might have to put some of these on in maybe season two. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, yes. That is our rough thoughts for this book. And I guess we should explain what next week's... Well, not next week's. For us next week, for you two weeks' time's book's going to be. And I'm very excited about this one. I'm sorry. It's just like a completely different gen- genre than we've read yet so far. Do you, want, do you want to do you want to tell them what the book is going to be then? Because she she is bouncing right now. Okay? She it's is called, bouncing in her seat. I, it's just because you know I'm going to be listening to a specific movie track all the way through this, and I'm sure you can guess which one. This is called "A Pirate in Time" by Megsley Megsley Twenty Two. So Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be playing for an entire day while I read this. <laughs> I'm just going to say, and this is so intriguing because. It's a modern day protagonist getting thrown back to the time of pirates and adventure and oh <laughs> I'm so excited to see how this is written and what the story is. It's a historic can I, can I just, fiction. Can I just bring it back to make X believe for a minute? Yes. Because Mirrored Snow last year was selected for the 2020 Right Mentor program. Oh that's cool. Well done. <laughs> Which That's is insane. a it's essentially like a writing work class, well mm-hmm. workshop. So you you're given a mentor and they support you as you like try and write a novel. That's cool. That's real cool. So I once again applaud you. You are amazing. I bow down to you. It's an amazing book, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yes. The next book on our list is a pirate book. And it's... I'm I'm so intrigued to see how this is done. Because I don't... Like, I watch pirate films. I'm... Like, and I've watched Black Sail and I like all that stuff, but I've never read a pirate book. And you can tell if it's pirates, it's going to be some sort of adventure. And it's got to be great, hopefully gritty, and it's historic fiction. So, <laughs> hmm. This is just, it's not something I would ever do. And it's some sort of time travel, and time travel can either be done so well, or so cliche, or so badly. Like, I'm still slightly happy about how they handled time travel in Endgame. So, like, I'm interested. Time travel is one of those ones that after Back to the Future, everyone's done that cliche now of how they do it. So, I'm interested to see. Back to the Future's fucking peng, though. It's my my favorite. It's one of my favorite films, man. So, I love all of them. This is going to be interesting. And I think it will be a discussion for us both because I feel like we'll either love it or hate it, knowing us. But it's just something we've not done, so I feel like it's going to be fun. Oh yeah, it'll 100% be. Cool. So. We'll enjoy it, at the very least. And there's not going to be any Faye. <laughs> I'll piss myself if Faye turn up in this now. I'll cry. <laughs> oh. 
So th- that is the end of the episode. Once again, thank you everyone who has sat down and listened to our rambles and then either contacted us on any social media. We've had such a so much love from people in the community and we are still just in awe of everyone who follows us and talks to us and yeah we just we love you all and we just can't wait to keep giving you this kind of content yeah yeah and talking of socials i'm going to let beth promote our socials so you can find us on twitter and instagram at what are you reading sarah lovingly set up a facebook page for us where you can find us at the same handle wattpad is the only different handle where you however i have found out if you just write watty into the search bar we are one of the two that pop up under the watties so you can still find us that way (laughs) you can still find us that way but our handle is walshy and scotty pod for reasons you can probably guess yes but on there you 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 can find find us pretty much anywhere yes and we are constantly on the socials and the wattpad is we're still getting there we have a book up where beth writes a little review the week after we've done our podcast which you should all check out where she has some favorite quotes and an actual really nice description of what we've said here and she might start putting the random stuff that i've written in my notes because you must think i'm so strange when i send you them being like these are my notes from what i've read sometimes i'll read over them and think am i having a stroke is is that what's happening right now that's why she writes the review. But is that is a place where if you want to discuss like in depth with us what you thought about the books, that is a place where we will happily write essays to you. Well, maybe Beth will write essays to you and I'll just write, ah, yeah! Yeah, <laughs> So yeah, thank you for listening and we will see you in two weeks' time. We love you. Bye! Bye!